Good day to each and every single one of you, wherever you may be on the globe. You are currently and now listening to the Lunar Lounge podcast with myself, Israel Josie. Um, this is like the mini so-called midweek um uh podcast. <laughs> I, I feel really funny. I'm really torn um between you know, in, in in regards of calling it a midweek uh, podcast, because it's it, it, I it's I upload it, I do it on a Sunday, um, and so it just sounds funny, feels a bit funny. Uh, maybe I need to readjust them and switch them around. Uh, the main podcast I do every Wednesday, uh, I did that is a live podcast as well. Um, and perhaps maybe I need to call that one the midweek one, <laughs> this one, the beginning of the week. Um, who knows? But you listen, thanks a lot for joining me. Thanks a lot for listening. If it's your first time uh, tuning in or listening to this uh, Lunar Lounge podcast, welcome. Uh, thank you for your attention. Thank you for your participation. Do subscribe. Uh, do go to my YouTube channel also as well and also subscribe there as well so you can get the notifications when i've uploaded a new podcast um this uh lunar lounge podcast essentially it's uh i keep saying it it's more um you know astrology centered orientated uh it tends to be more astrology focused uh my aim is to you know share inform on various aspects of astrology current events what's happening in the heavens where the planets are located right about now and how that may be manifesting in human or earthly affairs so uh but i do and will be definitely be uh, incorporating more and more stuff as time goes on i've got a number of guests who will be joining me um uh, here at the lunar lounge podcast um from far and wide from all over the world so yeah, um, uh, there's going to be prizes. I've also I've actually got a few books already, brand new books, nice books. Uh, some for beginners level, some for more intermediate level, and some for the more adept as well as well. So um, so yeah, I'll be asking questions. That is something I'm still trying to get my head around how to do that because if I pose the question on a Wednesday when it is a live podcast. I don't want it to be that only the people who are listening live get the you know get the first dips. So I, I I'm I'm working around the structure of that in terms of how I'm gonna have to maybe maybe it may have to be you know you got to come on the live to get a prize. Uh, you may, may, maybe it just may have to be uh, like that. Um, so today um, uh, is uh, Sunday, the 9th of July, and basically I give you an update of upcoming planetary configurations uh what's known as the transits and just to keep you in the loop in terms of planets changing signs planets having configurations connecting with each other what it is that we can look forward to uh over the next week or two uh and that's essentially what it's about and there tends to be a bit more on the wednesday because i also do what's known as the tarot card of the week where i pull the tarot card of the week and that will kind of uh you know, um, sort of like explain the archetype or the energies um, that you'll be working with in the week. There is going to be a subscription option uh, on my website. 
uh, and possibly on my podcast also as well um, that you can subscribe to and where you get additional information and treats and um, uh, perks. It's probably a better word that I'm looking for, uh, where you get perks. And um, yeah, that, that, that's going to be nice. So that's coming soon. Won't be too much, you know, £5, £10 a month, something like that. Uh, but the perks will definitely be worth it. Uh, there's quite a number of things that I want to put together uh, as perks, as what you're going to get as perks. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be uh, uh, quite good. So I do want to talk about some of the, <clears throat> sorry, uh, planetary configurations that are are coming up. Um, I also just want to look at the news to see what is perhaps maybe being reflected in the news. What's the big news now where you are? Um, you know, uh, I know people are listening to this all over the world. Um, I've been getting uh messages, uh, uh emails, texts, uh, 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 from people like, wow, yeah, you know, uh, I had one the other day from Bulgaria. I was like, what, Bulgaria? Okay, so you know, uh, Bulgaria, Romania, Greece, uh, Switzerland are tuning in, France, Sweden, uh, Italy. Uh, I've got America, uh, I've got Africa, Nigeria in particular. Um, uh, uh, that's because I'm, that's where my roots are. So, yeah. Uh, Middle East, I've got uh, Dubai or the whole of U UAE. Uh, Saudi, I've got people tuning in from Saudi people. Saudi, the great big Saudi. Uh, Lebanon, Israel. Shout out to my folks over there in uh, Israel in Jerusalem. Yeah, yeah, it's my name too. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, India, uh, Australia, could you believe? So shout outs. I want to thank each and every single one of you who are already subscribed. If you haven't, you're new to this, please definitely subscribe. Um, so yeah, so that's essentially what the podcast is about. So uh, again, it's like early days, it's just growing. So I'm nurturing this podcast, but um, it will be definitely growing more and more and expanding. Like I said, I've got a number of guests who are going to be coming on, who are going to be speaking about various topics. Um, I, I'm 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 passionate about divination as a whole. I'm into divination as a whole. I practice divination as well, as much as I can. There's only so many. But astrology is perhaps more the strongest or my most loved or favourites, uh, perhaps of all the divinational uh, methods and techniques. But uh, love the tarot, uh, 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 just oracle card reading or Lenormand cards, for example. Um, you know, uh, I use them even using playing cards. The I Ching um, is something, geomancy, runes, palmistry, numerology, you know, the, you know, cartomancy. You know, the list goes on in terms of I, I, I love all them all. I'm fascinated by them all. I practice as many as I can. I try to understand uh, all of them and, you know, the symbology all in and all around it. So this is a show that will be um, speaking, inviting, having guests from those various backgrounds. Uh, and not just that also as well, perhaps healing and esoteric and magic and occult and so on and so forth. So they're all going to be welcome here and they're going to be joining me on this show very very soon so yep do watch out for that 
So uh, where do I want to start? I, I suppose I do want to go into the um, uh, astrological um, configurations uh, that, that are coming up. I did mention uh, a few in the last podcast. I think that was on the 5th of July. Um, uh, and I did say, like, as time goes on, I'm going to be <clears throat> making it more future. Well, speaking about more future events for those of you who are you know, don't get necessary to listen to the podcast the day that it comes out or the next day that it comes out. At least you've got something to, uh, um, uh, you know, maybe you're listening to it maybe three, third day, three days after. So you're still sort of like in the loop. You're still in the know uh, as opposed to maybe doing, focusing may, maybe just stuff that's happening maybe that day or just the day after. So that way you're, 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 you're still kept in the loop and you're still, you, you know, you're still in the know-how um uh, so i i did do a little bit about that on on the last podcast which was on the fifth um and yeah today's the ninth uh four days later here we are um so what was it i was gonna speak about because i know um on the um well there's quite a few things that are actually coming up um uh, uh we've got mars um about to move into the sign of virgo Okay, we've got Mars moving into the sign of Virgo. Mars is a very, very important planet. Uh, all the planets are important. I should perhaps try to refrain from saying that. <laughs> oh, maybe I shouldn't actually. Um, because what well, they're all they're all important, they all have their role. Um, although amongst the planetary pantheon or hierarchy, there are Planets that seem to be more, again, higher or powerful more than others in some kind of way. But it, it, they're all working as a system. But the planet Mars, uh, Mars is about energy. Um, he's the ruler of Aries and Scorpio. Mars is about that energy. He's about that drive. He's about that motivation. Um, he's about how we express uh, um, our assertiveness. Um, that is Mars, often known as the god of war, very impatient. Um, but Mars is a very important principle in us as human beings. We need it. Um, uh, Mars is a defender. He's a protector. He's a fighter. Um, our ability to say no to something is coming from the mars wherever mars is in our chart um did you know mars sheds a lot of light for you females out there mars sheds a lot of light in terms of the kind of partner that you're going to marry mm, yeah 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 um a lot of that stuff is the kind of stuff that i will be going into more on a deeper level uh you know in the sub uh, on the subscription uh, uh as well but mars is that is about potency you see and um we uh, you know and like i say he's th the god of war and we've been hearing a lot about war of lately haven't we um i mean at least for at least a year and a bit now since um um russia invaded ukraine and uh and there's been other things um whether it's shootings stabbings uh, I mean, I'm over here in 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 London, UK, and um, again, there's been a, 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 an enormous amount of 
stabbings and you know i mean shootings are always kind of there i know in the u.s that's quite a regular thing for them also as well well they have a the the, the chart of the usa i repeat the chart of the usa yes countries have charts also as well you know countries have birth charts and the birth chart for america uh, uh mars is actually one of the most prominent planets in the chart in regards to where it's positioned uh, they have uh, uh, Mars in Gemini, which is quite interesting because I'm speaking about Mars moving into Virgo. Um, so we're likely going to hear something quite big over the next month and a half to do with America that may be quite dynamic. Um, it's likely to have a lot of aggression behind it. I don't want to say violence, um, but it it will be on some level violent. I'm I'm sure. Um, so let's let's watch this space. Um, so so Mars is going into Virgo now. Virgo is an Earth sign. It's ruled by Mercury. Um, it's more of an analytical. It, it it's about precision. It's about perfection. It's the zodiac sign of perfection. So Mars is going to be, you know, um, very tactile. So essentially, uh, one of the advices I can give uh, that we can take on board is that um, Mars is wanting us to uh, be more um, methodical, more precise, uh, more practical, hands-on. So um, it's great for any of you guys out there that perhaps works with their hands. It can be a great time for that. It can be great for technology also as well, for those of you who work in the, uh, you know, in, in that particular way. Um, but essentially, it's indicating that our energy more needs to be more geared or orientated in a more practical way, more skill. So over the course of the next month and a half, uh, from the 11th of July, uh, when um, uh, um, I think he moves in actually on the 10th, he moves in on the tenth of Mars. He moves in. He moves into. Um, uh, he moves into Virgo. Um, but let's say tenth, eleventh. Um, that focus on your practical skills. Um, try to be more uh, practical. Try to be. Um, try to organize because Virgo is a zodiac sign that needs and loves organizing. Um, so. Focus on your work. Focus on your skill. This is going to be a great time uh, uh, over that. Uh, pay very close attention to detail. Honing your skills so that they are focused, so that they are precise um, over that particular um, uh, uh, over that particular time. For those of you who perhaps engage in sports or things of that nature, it could be great. Technology can be wonderful. Those of you who work with your hands whatever uh, skilled job that you have, um, you know, it's definitely going to be energized. Um, I would also say for those of you who are uh, Geminis or who have significant planets in Gemini, or for those of you who have significant planets in um, Sagittarius, and for those of you who have significant planets also in Pisces, uh, uh, with, with, with Mars moving into... Um, uh, Virgo, he's going to offset that if you've got planets there. He's going to energize that. 
those of you with planets in Gemini or planets in Sagittarius may feel a kick. You may go through a kind of uh, frustrating phase. You may go through an angry phase. You may experience certain outbur outbursts of energy, of impatience, um, may experience... Um, uh, uh, violence it doesn't always have to be violent mars doesn't always have to be violent but if there often is some kind of violent behavior it's a martian energy so mars is behind it so i, I don't want you feeling that maybe i'm just promoting mars as just this bloodthirsty violent kind of no his energy can be used and is used in so many wonderful creative things very very dynamic very very potent but can often if not, if his energy is not channeled in the appropriate way, can go in that particular way. So do watch out for that. For those of you who have planets in Gemini, uh, uh, Sagittarius, and Pisces, because uh, you know he's forming aspects to them that are quite challenging. Um, uh, for those of you who are perhaps maybe Cancerians, uh, uh, um, uh, or, or, or Scorpios, will perhaps have a more uh, a more assisting kind of energy so that will be again to your um uh, advantage those of you who are taurus and capricorn as well there will be more of an uh, assisting an uplift a boost of energy perhaps a huge boost of inspiration a push coming from somewhere that is very very assisting so yeah those are the you know you know those of you of those signs are more i would say in an easier position or in a position where you can take uh the martian energy um uh, you know use it more to your advantage more easily it's more the energy is more readily accessible to you uh, uh, while he is in um, Virgo. But he's going to be there for about a month and a half or so before he then moves into Libra. And obviously I'll be speaking about that closer to the time. But Mars in Virgo, it's all about precision. It's all about bringing the Martian energies down into, uh, you know, uh, it can be a good time to maybe start some martial arts um, it's, it can be a good time to learn something new that you do with your hands on a practical level because Virgo is an earth sign. So it can be quite practical. So it can be a really great time to perhaps learn something new, develop a new skill. And I'm talking more of a hands-on skill, you know, uh, more, you yeah, know, more pragmatic, more uh, 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 pragmatic, practical, methodical skill. But whatever that is, it could be anything. Um, so yeah, Mars in Virgo. Let's um, let, let let's let's watch out for that. Um, also, as well, we have um, we we're gonna have um, Mercury in the sign of uh, uh, Mercury is gonna be moving into the sign on the eleventh of July into the sign of Leo. So we've got Mercury uh, in Leo. Now Mercury is the planet of communication. Uh, you often me you often hear me talking about uh, uh, Mercury and what Mercury represents. Essentially, he's the planet of information. He's like, he's kind of like the well, he's the messenger of the gods. Um, um, so, um, yeah, uh, uh, you, you know that's his format. So, communication, but he also governs things like trade, merchants. Uh, in the ancient days, merchants, people of trade, uh, commerce, uh, 
uh, would always say a prayer. Uh, he's also the god of transportation. He presides over transportation. Hence why when there's a Mercury retrograde, these are things that tend to go a little bit crazy. But he's moving into the sign of Leo. Uh, great sign for him. It's the sign ruled by the sun. Uh, has a presence to it. Um, so Mercury in 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 Leo can make communication more kind of um more out there more dramatic more a lot of more dramatic information so be careful of the information that you are passing on and be careful of the kind of um information that you are also receiving because with mercury in uh leo there is um there is going to be more of a um exaggerated dramatic kind of um outburst with mercury in uh with mercury in leo but there can be flair it can be leo has a kind of flair to it mercury in leo has a flair um barack obama uh, 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 uh i remember has mercury in leo and there's something about how he talks that is just very wow <laughs> you know um you know he's got that flair he's got that confidence speaks with a great amount of confidence so that's also another thing um there's a great amount of confidence there's a great amount of pride there's a great amount of power and strength that leo possesses so with mercury in leo this can be a great time where we're more confident in our communications for those of you who are perhaps um writers speakers this could be a really great time where you could put together or communicate a real great body of work and communicate it with confidence also as well. Uh, because there's something about Leo that's quite magnetic. So when Mercury goes into Leo, um, magnetic communication can be somewhat on the rise. And if you're somebody who's a communicator anyway, it can indicate you um, coming into... Uh, positions where you can communicate in a particular way that can will have a larger magnetic pull you see so um it's also bright ideas that's one thing i also get from mercury in leo so this is a time to really be creative with your ideas get creative people with this mercury he's going to be there for about 20 odd 20 odd days between 20 and 25 days he will be there he's he's moving quite quick at the moment so he's he's not he's not, he's not wasting time but nevertheless um it, it it can be a great time to really act upon your communication skills um and uh, you know really um come up with some really brilliant and bright ideas and bright ideas that can perhaps have a great magnetic influence to them you see um so that's going to be mercury entering the sign of leo so uh can be quite creative leo can be quite creative in some kind of way it's a fire sign it's very illuminating with mercury in leo it's time to act upon illuminate your ideas bring your ideas to the light um um and like i said it will favor more people perhaps who do that or who work in some kind of communicative industry in some way, shape, or form. It will favor them, you see. 
Um, yeah, but something can be brought to because Leo has that energy that needs to be brought to the light. It's ruled by the sun. So it's like an energy source for people. Um, and that's where that Mercury in Leo can really, you know, uh, really, you know, really take life. So great amount of confidence, great amount of power with Mercury in the sign of Leo. Um, so yes, that, that, that there is that. Another thing I wanted to um, speak about, um, I will be speaking more about Mars also as well. I'll speak more about Mars on Wednesday um, because I also want to speak about when Mars moves into um, Virgo uh, on the, um, you know, on, on, on the 10th, 11th, that, um, yeah, on the 10th of July, um, he's also going to be uh, literally within about a week or so as he moves in, he's also going to be opposing Saturn. So I'm going to be talking about that um, because that's going to be a little bit, you know, uh, it's going to have this kind of jerk kind of energy. So we're going to be, you know, picking up a lot of frustrating kind of energy coming our way, but I'll speak more about that closer to the time. But just for now, just to know that, you know, Mars is going to be entering Virgo uh, Mercury's entering Leo and these are the kinds of things that we can um, expect um, during that time um, I also want to speak about the nodes I know I mentioned about the nodes um, the, the what's known as the lunar nodes the moon's nodes they're going to be changing signs on the 13th of July and they're going to be changing signs from uh, there's two of them they're always opposite each other they're known as the moon's nodes Okay, and they bring about or they indicate where eclipses are going to be taking place uh, and what zodiac signs uh, or what parts of the heavens eclipses are going to be taking place. And uh, the moon's nodes are very, very crucial. We have what's known as the north node and we have what's known as the south node. And the north node is often always associated. It's seen to be the more positive of the two. Although nodes essentially or traditionally have always been seen as omens and signs of difficulty or strife on some kind of level. Um, eclipses, uh, if you've watched the movie Apocalypto, I'm sure many of you have watched the movie Apocalypto, the one, I think, was it done by Mel Gibson or produced by Mel Gibson, something like that. But Apocalypto with the um, Mayan, uh, where, you know, um, you had the uh, Mayan uh, sort of like... Uh, uh, situation, uh, a civilization where they were, uh, you know, had one group of people who enslaved another group of people, and and um, they um, was a a moment where, and they, uh, you know, they were doing this kind of uh, you know, blood sacrifices kind of thing, or and uh, the this eclipse happened during while they were doing this ritual, uh, and it, this was a sign. They took that as a sign. Um, so eclipses have always been seen. Um, by the ancients, uh, the Babylonians, for example, have a huge, um, um, you can actually go to the uh, the British Museum and there's quite a bit of, um, of cuneiform tablets uh, from um, ancient Babylon, Mesopotamia, Arena, um, and where they've got, um, you know, tablets on eclipses that took place, you know, so they were always recorded. The ancient Egyptians... Uh, paid very, very close attention to eclipses. Um, practically all civilizations dabbled in e eclipses or, you know, took very 
uh, took eclipses very, very important. Essentially, eclipses symbolize beginnings and endings. Um, they indicate uh, beginnings of themes and endings of themes. Um, so at the moment, oh, as I'm speaking right now, up until the 13th of July, the nodes right now are in the sign of Taurus and Scorpio. So the North Node is in Taurus and the South Node is in Scorpio. The South Node has always been seen as somewhat destructive. It's always been associated uh, even amongst the Vedic astrologers as a kind of releasing point. Um, they, they've always likened or linked the nodes to the serpent, to the dragon. It's always been associated with the dragon uh, in mythologies, depending which civilization you go amongst. So the North Node has always been associated with the dragon's head or the serpent's head, while the uh, drag, uh, uh, while the South Node is always associated with the dragon's tail or the serpent's tail. And that is, uh, the tail has always been seen to be the most ferocious or the most difficult or the most harsh or or the most of, we, it's negative. Uh, when I say negative, I, I mean more, I don't mean it so much in a Judeo-Christian way, like you're doomed in any kind of way. I don't mean it in that, but negative in terms of that, it, 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 it's receptive it, it pulls it, it sucks so it's it, it takes away uh whereas the north node has always been associated with growing growth or growing towards something uh uh heading towards something uh the 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 north node has always uh been associated with um mental of thoughts uh mind whereas the tail has always been associated with body emotion in instinctual so we have these two nodes and they're going to be changing signs from taurus north node in taurus south node in scorpio going into north node in aries south node in libra now i've said this before i said it in the podcast on the thing don't want to repeat myself too much but uh do go and listen to that podcast if you haven't listened to it um, it's the one before this one, and it was the one that was uploaded on the 5th of July. And I did mention in there that it's quite interesting because the two planets that rule both Taurus and Scorpio are Venus. Venus is the ruler of Taurus, and uh, Mars is the ruler of, uh, of, of Scorpio. And they are now switching signs to Aries and Libra. And guess what planets rule Aries and Libra? Well, Aries is ruled by Mars. And Libra is ruled by Venus. So, but what is interesting is like, there's a switch of roles. So we've got where we're heading. North Node was in a sign or is currently right now in a sign that belongs to Venus. We know Venus, okay, can be warlike also as well. Um, but Venus is more calm, more peace-like. She's... The planet that symbolizes love and social things and all the beautiful things and all the pleasurable things in life. And what's happening is like that North Node is now switching into Aries, which and Aries is now governed by Mars. So we're now going into a place that it, or or the North Node, which is heading into a place that is more Martian, that is more Mars energy like. 
So that's quite interesting. And vice versa, the south node is going to move from Libra. <coughs> sorry, uh, um, sorry, the, the, the south node is going to move from Scorpio, which was ruled by Mars, and that was the more ferocious. And then it's going to move into Libra, which is ruled by Venus. So the tail end now is now. And this is where I am uh, 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 putting it out there that here is where we're going to see the turning points in the war, especially the, the, the more major one that we are seeing or have witnessed between Russia and Ukraine. Here, it, so and it's going to be there for 18 months. So this war should end in that particular region uh within i said in that region in in that time 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 span is where we should get that um so um but it's quite interesting that the north node is going to be in aries so there may that this may be telling us on a collective level that there is something that we're going to be impulsively or motivationally driving for we're going to be driving towards something, but we're going to be driving towards something that can bring us peace. You see, um, uh, as opposed to the opposite, where the two signs where it was coming out from, we went from uh, the idea of peace uh, um, uh, or, or possessions and land. Uh, that's something that triggered a war. Now we're driving towards something a bit more peaceful, something a bit more diplomatic, civilized, and that's what these nodes are essentially um um depicting and they and, and and what they are showing us also as well. Um on the in the subscription um department, when it does come out, it should be operating in the next couple of weeks where you will have options to be able to subscribe. I am going to be talking about these nodes in much greater detail in regards to your personal chart, in regards to your rising sign, and in regards to planets that you may have for those of you who have planets in Aries or in Libra and how it's going to manifest in your life over the course of the next 18 months. I'm also going to be talking about new moons and full moons also as well on a monthly basis of how areas of your life are also being triggered too so um yeah uh, you know stay stay tuned for that but the nodes are extremely very very interesting uh in terms of them changing the signs and we've got a few eclipses at the end of the year um i will be talking about them more towards the end of the year i believe we've got one in october and one in november perhaps or well, they both might be in October, actually. Um, just just going off head, can't remember correctly. But we do have another two, uh, as far as I'm aware, um, towards the end of the year. Uh, we normally have about, on average, probably be about four, sometimes five eclipses a year. Uh, normally, there'll be one at, you know, maybe more earlier times of the year, and then there'll be one in the latter part of the year, you know, very, not all the time, but, you know, they're, they're always roughly, they're always six degrees, uh, I said six degrees, six months apart, uh, you will find that these eclipses happen. Um, and they always come in twos. So you'll have a new, a new moon eclipse, um, which is known as a solar eclipse. And then you'll have a full moon eclipse, which is a lunar eclipse um, two weeks later. So they're always quite close in terms of um, their activation 
Uh, but I'll be speaking about that, of course, when it comes to that time. And eclipses are very powerful. They're to do with endings and beginnings. Um, we have new moons and full moons every month. Uh, I speak on this podcast about the new moons and the full moons and will continue to. Uh, there are a prime um, topic of this podcast, um, hence the name, the Lunar Lounge. Welcome. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it, it's going to be very, very interesting with these nodes changing the signs and what it is that we can be expecting over the next 18 months. So I'll be speaking about them. I'll be speaking about them again on Wednesday as well. I'll be touching on some more information. So each time you get information about things, future, right but the nodes are going to change on the 13th of July. They're going to change from Taurus, Scorpio into Libra, Aries or Aries, Libra. Take your pick. Um, so, yeah, so that's, um, yeah, so that's that. So um, what else did I want to speak about? I uh, wanted to speak about, well, well I, I wanted to talk about some aspects, but not quite now. Um, I've spoke about the Venus retrograde. I've been speaking about the Venus retrograde. So that's also coming up as well. I will be speaking more about that. Uh, but Venus goes retrograde or she starts to, well, she goes stationary on the 22nd. Okay. On the 22nd of July. She's going to go stationary. She's still stationary on the 23rd. And by the 24th, she the retrograde will begin. Um, I believe she goes actually retrograde actually on the 23rd, um, 23rd, 24th. Uh, th that does depend where you are because I'm dealing with UK time here. So do forgive me. I do know that people are listening all over the world. So always try to take factor in where you are and how many hours you are apart. But for argument's sake, let's say 23rd, 24th, Venus starts to move retrograde. The planet of love, the goddess of love, the goddess of social, the goddess of pleasure, the, the goddess of sexuality, the goddess of beauty, the goddess of values is going to be moving backwards. So these are things that we're going to be seeing on the rise over the course of the next well, when she starts moving retrograde, she retrogrades for 40 days, by the way. Hmm? Yeah, where have you heard that one before? 40 days and 40 nights. Hmm. Quite a few of that in, in some of our religious um, teachings and texts, isn't there? Um, so Venus is going to be going retrograde uh, for 40 days. Um, so this is the time where ex-partners, uh, friends you haven't seen for a long time, ex-partners that you haven't seen for a long time start coming back, start creeping back. Um, Venus is a very, very interesting planet um, insofar as that um, she um, um, every, 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 she goes retrograde every 18, 18 19 months uh, Venus goes retrograde and um and she repeats uh, this, this pattern. Uh, she makes a five-pointed star in the sky, a really beautiful. So you can see why she's connected with uh, the, the, the arts. Um, she was known as the lady of the cosmos. Um, Venus, it's where we get the word cosmetics from. The word cosmetics 
has its roots in the word cosmos. Cosmos, cosmetics. And cosmetics is something that uh, you beautiful ladies out there <laughs> use to enhance your beauty. Um, hence why Venus is the goddess of beauty. She was the most beautiful of all the goddesses in the mythologies, um, in all of the mythologies, whether it's Aphrodite in Greece, Venus in Rome. Um, if you go to other cultures also as well, the equivalent of who Venus is, uh, is always deemed as the most beautiful. Um, she is the brightest star in the heavens. Um, I think you still may be able to see her just after sundown. I think she's still visible. She will be for about maybe another week uh, or so, and then she will start to diminish. We we won't be able to see her anymore because she'll be so close to the sun. And then she she will, because she's moving retrograde, her and the sun will conjunct, and then um, she will then turn into what's known as a morning star, which means she rises in the morning before the sun, and then uh, what will happen is we will start to see her eventually, probably in about two, three months' time, we will start to see Venus in the morning. At the, mo at the moment, we can see her as an evening star because she sets after the sun sets. So we can see her as an evening star. So at the moment, Venus is an evening star, but then she's going to start to... she uh, The sun will move in front of her and and and... Or she will move in front of the sun uh, for those of you who are more advanced know what I'm speaking about, but they switch positions in a particular way where Venus now starts to be seen as a morning star because she starts to rise before the sun. So round about in about two, three months time, you'll find that depending wherever you are located on the globe, early in the morning before the sunrise, you will see Venus uh, uh, there, very bright and looking very, very beautiful. But when she is a morning star, she's always associated with war. So that throws another different kind of mix into that nodal, what I was speaking about, the North Node moving into Aries and the South Node moving into L Libra. Because it's, it, as they say, it, 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 um, before it gets better, it gets worse. So I feel this is going to be the the storm before the calm because she's going to retrograde for 40 days and, and whatnot and she will be a uh, she's going to be a, a morning star for quite some time but then she will return back and you know become an evening star at some point next year in 2024 and the nodes will be there so I feel there's going to be a huge burst so we're going to get a huge burst of energy um, the war is likely to intensify. It's going to really kind of like, going to get, you know, um, a very, you know, explosive dynamic. Um, and it's going to heat up. And when it does, then the peace comes after that. Then the peace, and then it all dies out, dies out in the next year, 18 months. So let's watch this space. But she does this fantastic five-pointed star um, in in the heavens. Um, the the current um, uh, because then she makes this five-pointed star uh, at the moment. She's making this five-pointed star um, um, 
the signs that she's making it, if my mind serves me correctly, it's Gemini, Aries, Capricorn, Scorpio, and Leo. Um, and Leo is where she's at now. So this is like the final of the points in terms of where she's... I'm sure that's correct. Yeah, I'm sure it's... Yeah, it's Gemini's, Aries, Capricorn, Scorpio, and Leo. That's correct. Uh, so she's in Leo now. So that's the last one. Uh, and she makes this five-pointed star every eight years. Every eight years. Okay? Uh, uh, and then she retrogrades back and she goes into Leo and retrogrades back again into Leo. Um, so it's quite interesting uh, because this is a, it's like a reset. So there's something about love, affection, relationships, art, fashion, beauty, music, our values that, you know, the factory reset button is pressed. And which means a new beginning, right? It's a new beginning. Um, so that's going to be very, very interesting. So we're going to find a lot of this um, sort of like, um, if you want to say, playing out in our um, in our lives on some level, in our relationships, in our social life, um, in our life of pleasure, our life of sex, in uh, for those of you who are artists and poets and fashion people in that particular world, um, musicians, singers, um, yeah, uh, it's going to play out. It's uh, I suppose it will play out in 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 all kinds of aspects of life in 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 uh, in some kind of way. Um, so yeah, uh, let's 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 watch this space. I will be talking more about Venus retrograde. And again, she's going back retrograde. She's going to square Uranus again. And yeah, let's see. Let's see what um, is happening there. Um, I think that's about it in terms of what I want to speak about in terms of the planetary configurations. Uh, don't want to repeat too much. Another thing I do want to touch on very quickly in terms of planetary, <laughs> planetary alignments or planet Neptune. Neptune has recently gone. Uh, I, I I can't believe I did not mention that. Uh, that we are speaking about Neptune here, uh, the great elusive one. Um, <laughs> but Neptune um, went retrograde uh, round about the end of June. He went stationary on the thirtieth of June, actually, uh, and was stationary on the first of July, and then on the second of July. Uh, Neptune moved retrograde. So me me Neptune is retrograde right now and will be retrograde for for about the next four, five months or so. Neptune, the great god of illusion, inspiration, spirituality, um, is moving retrograde. Hmm. What is that about? Um... And especially for you guys who perhaps um, have planets at the end of Sagittarius or Gemini or even Virgo, you're going to be the ones who are feeling this uh, um, Neptune retrograde, feeling tired, feeling confused, 
foggy, don't know what direction you're going in, what's happening, that's Neptune for you. It's Neptune trying to dissolve. Neptune dissolves anything he comes into contact with. He breaks it down. He dissolves it. He refines it. That is his job. So I'm going to be speaking more about Neptune, uh, perhaps Wednesday coming. I will talk more about Neptune and what that what and that what that entails and what it is that we can be um, looking forward to there. Um, I'll leave the um, planetary news there for now. Um, but yeah, Neptune's a big one. Neptune's a big one. Very interesting. Um, I'll speak. I'll speak more about him. Um, and it's going to be quite interesting because Neptune is also connected with film and fashion and you know media also as well. So yeah. Um, very important times right about now. Um, um, so that's the uh, planetary uh, news um, there. Um, what else did I want to speak about before bringing an end to the podcast? Um, the weather. This global, I don't know where you are on the globe. I mean, for us here in the Northern Hemisphere, I mean, what's what 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 is happening? Um, I mean, like day before yesterday over here, Friday was like blazing hot. Uh, yesterday, Saturday, it got very like cloudy and, you know, you know, muggy. And, um, yeah, it's like, you know, temperatures just going up and down, up and down. Right. Um, you know, uh, don't know what the hell's, what, what the hell's going on. Uh, today again somewhat a bit cloudy i'm seeing a little bit of sun poking at it i mean it's bright it's summertime um but yeah it's like but it's very humid it's very warm but cloudy um but um yeah it's um yeah something fun is going on uh if anybody says global uh, uh global warming ain't real listen man i know one thing I'm, and I'm talking from my experience, right? I'm I'm a '70s child. I I was born and grew up in the '70s, early '80s. You know, those are my. I recall me and my sister. We had a sledge. Yeah, some of you um, Generation X people, if you're listening to this, may not even know what a sledge is. Yeah, um, we had a sledge. And I recall using that sledge every year, meaning it snowed every year. It was a guarantee. Some of the, these people in the born in the last 20, 25 years ain't never seen a white Christmas. They've just heard it. And I'm talking snow, snow up to your knees. Okay, fine. I was a young kid or whatever. But snow was like up to, I'm talking up to, even my, I recall my dad, my mom, wearing these long wellies um and you know what i mean so what's going on i i can't recall i remember one christmas i can't remember which christmas it was where it was sunny i was like what the heck okay it was cold of course it's winter period for us in the northern hemisphere at that time of the year but it was sunny it was sunny it looked like a it looked like a mild day in spring or in autumn on Christmas Day. So something's happening with this weather, man. Um, you know, uh, you know, ice caps are melting, 
um apparently earth apparently um the record apparently earth was at um a few days ago or last week I, I i can't remember what particular day but earth is at its host, hottest it's ever been in thousands of years and there's people out there saying it's just conspiracy it's a conspiracy there's nine global warming shut the heck up i'm talking from personal experience uh, there are certain ways that i or we could dress now at certain times of the year and you can dress like that when i was a kid i'm talking with two jumpers two jackets a hat um mama's greased me up with uh um member vicks <laughs> bringing back the memories now uh um but yeah i mean but but all of that now had to go to bed with hot water bottle. You know what I mean? It's it's just, it's not the same. So Sutton's up. Sutton's definitely up. And it's quite interesting because I'm speaking with just different people in different places. And it's like they're seeing changes also as well, whether it's tropical countries, whether it's originally, you know. Um, I mean, apparently scientists are saying that the global warming, I mean, I'm talking about UK now, they reckon in the next 30 to 40 years, UK is going to be classified as a tropical country. Ha! <laughs> Could you imagine? UK, tropical country. Could you imagine people saying, we're going to the UK for a summer holiday for the weather. <laughs> what are you doing in London, mate? Came for the weather. <laughs> you got to laugh, at yeah. But um, yeah, but that's global warming. Um that's um uh that that's uh, uh that's happening um what else is happening it seems to have died down a little bit in france um i was speaking to somebody from france actually the other day apparently the government have put curfew on a lot of the youngsters so they're not so i suppose that was the, the way that they're going to try and calm them guys down but um in terms of the killing of the young uh, of the young of, of the young man uh, um or oh, murder one could say um it, uh, that definitely needs to be sorted you know um listen we need police of course we do we do need to have some law and order that is what the job of police is about bringing some law and order stability into the thing but listen you guys have got to behave yourself we cannot you know you know if 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 if, if the police are doing the killing well what do you expect the average man to be doing you know or the one with the twisted or the criminal mind. If we're going to be afraid by being killed by police, makes no sense. So listen, man, and I'm speaking to both civilian and police alike. Let's get this stuff together, man. Let's try to be, you know, more humane or at least more civilized, you know, more sensible in some way, shape or form, you know. So, yeah, no, no, no dead with the police killing um you know that that's for sure uh anything else out in the news particularly that's grabbing the headlines um uh, i'm just trying to look through here to see if there is anything that is catching my eye but mm, nothing uh same old same old i suppose you know um it is what it is 
Um, what else was I gonna uh, also comment on? Yes, I'm gonna. I will speak more about that Mars again also on Tuesday. I'm gonna speak about that Mars also in relation to the USA, uh, and how that is often a trigger. Um, I've actually got some data that I'm gonna be sharing with you on Wednesday, uh, coming up, and Mars moving into Virgo could be a very sensitive time for the US. So I will be speaking about that more on thing. But you've got it or you heard it here. Um, well, hopefully first, uh, that Mars is going to be moving into the sign of Virgo. So let's see how that um how that how that plays out. Um, I'm gonna leave it here. Um, like I said, this one is just a little bit of a tune-up just to keep you updated and stuff like that. Please, guys, leave your comments. Um, whether it's on the uh YouTube page, thanks a lot, guys. I do need to sort out my YouTube page, don't I? I need to put a bit more information on there. It looks a bit dead. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I need to I need to fix that up. I need to get on that. You see, I I ain't got no fancy PA. Any PAs out there looking to work volunteer? <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I, I do need to fix that. But you can. Uh, put some uh, questions there. Uh, I know there's, there's some questions have actually also been posted already. So thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for the engagement. I really want to make this more of an engaging. So I want you guys who are subscribing or who do listen to me regularly. I really thank you. And but more engage, you know, ask questions or you know suggestions or something like that. Or if there's something, maybe you've got an idea, perhaps maybe that I can sort of like throw in also as well. That's that. That's all good. Uh, we're open to that right here at the Lunar Lounge podcast. So, you know, don't 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 be afraid. Uh, however, for those of you who listen to the podcast, you know, you can find me on all podcast platforms. Uh, the Lunar Lounge podcast can be listened to on Apple, Spotify, Google podcast platforms and many more. There, there, there's the, the, you know, um, uh, you've got podcast addicts, um, um uh, who who are the other ones? I've I've got a, a a ton of them. You know, can't too many um ones to uh, to to mention. Uh, Amazon, I'm on Amazon Podchaser, Podcast, um, Listen Notes, Player FM. I'm all I'm all on there, so you can catch me. Podcast Index. So any particular uh, you know podcast platform, you can catch the Lunar Lounge. So yeah, be sure to um. Uh, catch me there um and i'll be back on wednesday wednesday is a live podcast of course um yeah that is about it want to thank you each and every one of you for listening to the lunar lounge podcast my name is israel josie and i am out thank you thank you thank you